0: Welcome to The Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietz Productions.
1: Hey, this is Scott Townsend, and you're watching, listening to The Scott Townsend Show, and today I have with me two special guests here locally in Bartlesville. We're going to be talking about something that's uh, very top of mind and probably at the top of everyone's uh, mind, and that is uh, COVID vaccines. And so, we've uh, invited uh, Emily Snow. She's the uh, emergency response planner for Washington County, and Carrie Cox, the emergency management coordinator. Uh, they're a team here in Bartlesville who's, who have worked for quite a while now on various uh, emergency situations. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Uh,
1: what, tell me a little bit about, let, just give us an overview. Um, someone checking in doesn't know much about the Washington County Emergency Management or maybe didn't even know we had one. Um, no slide on you guys at all. But, uh, you know, you're the kind of guy, you're the kind of people that we hope we don't have to see. Because <laughs> if we do see, there's an emergency. So, uh, and but when there is an emergency, you guys do a fantastic job. So, tell me a little bit about the um, uh, Washington County Emergency Management. Uh, okay.
0: And just a a little bit of clarification, even though Emily and I work together quite a bit, she actually works for the health department, and and I work for emergency management for Washington County. Okay. So separate agencies, but but we partner a lot together, uh, especially on things like this pandemic. Right. Okay, good. Uh, But yeah, a a lot of what we do in in this pandemic is is something kind of new for us, uh, not something that we would normally do. Um, We're responsible for the preparedness, the response, and the recovery of our community for any type of impact, Uh, but typically it's natural disaster. It can be man-made like uh, hazardous material spills or leaks, but but typically we deal with natural disasters, uh, whether it be tornadoes, flooding, uh, wildfires, uh, winter storms, uh, things like that. And and we coordinate that response to whatever that event might be. So we work very closely with uh, police, sheriff, uh, fire departments, uh, ambulance service, you know the hospitals and, and, and health related, uh, the health department. Right. Uh, we just don't typically have that many health related uh, disasters, uh, but this pandemic has, has certainly proven to, to be that. And and we have. Uh, develop plans for that locally, and and those plans were developed in conjunction and in partnership with the health department. They actually took the lead in that planning process, and and that has included uh, hospitals and EMS agencies uh, when we, as well as uh, fire, law enforcement, and, and and others, in developing that plan because everybody has a role and has a part in that, and that's part of what we do is identifying those roles. Um for everybody that's involved, regardless of what the emergency is and and then during that response phase, not only do we coordinate, but we also work uh, to make sure that communications uh, is established and maintained and and we advise uh, those leaders, those elected officials, uh, the mayor, city council, county commissioners, as to what they need to do to support those frontline responders, for whatever the
1: event might be. So, Emily, have you ever seen anything like this before? Have you, From a state level, have you guys ever worked on anything this large up to this scale?
2: You know, plans have been in place for the state for mass immunization events like this for 15 to 20 years. Oh. Um, and my role with the State Department of Health has been to build those relationships with all of the areas that would be involved in a response like this. We also provide the training on how to run these operations and we maintain these plans. Um, We test them every year, we exercise them. Um, It's been a a long work in process. All that said, no, I did not anticipate seeing a pandemic (laughs) in 2020. So it's been quite a challenge.
1: I know that there are several phases that uh, the vaccine rollout um, is uh, concerned with. Can you kind of give us an idea of what what are these phases and when when can I get my shot?
2: Sure. So there's various phases that have been developed um, by the State Department of Health in conjunction with the CDC, um, given the guidelines that we had to work within. Uh, There was a lot of time spent trying to figure out who to prioritize um, over others. And what we came up with, um, as most people are aware of now, phase one, taking care of all of our long-term care residents and staff, our frontline health care workers, our public health staff that's on the front lines, and um, our EMTs and paramedics, those people who are going to be first on scene to um, help sick people. Uh, we had to get them taken care of first and foremost because we felt like that was the highest risk group. Um, right. We're currently in the beginning phases of phase two. Okay. Um, that, that means that we have now touched the first responders. Um, we have further reached out to our healthcare workers and we started, I think it's time gets away from me right now, but I think we started um, the first week of January with adults 65 and older. So that's where we are right now. And I think it's important for people to realize that that's a big part of our population. Um, You can go on the census data and look at the population in Washington County, and you will find a percentage of the population that is over 65 in Washington County. And I want to say it was close to 20% of the population here. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people. Um, So... I know people are frustrated that they can't just get an appointment tomorrow, and sometimes it takes a lot of work to get an appointment, but we're going as fast as we can, and after this week, we should have close to mm, close to 20% of our over 65 population vaccinated in Washington County, so that's really pretty good. We're actually doing really well for the state um, as as it relates to doing that, but back to your question oh, no. about the phases. Right. The next The next place we will go, uh, once we get a little further into these phases, then we will start opening it up to persons of any age with comorbidities. Um, So that's going to be a much bigger pool of people. We're still not really clear when that's going to happen. Um, Everybody just is kind of trying to figure out how far we're getting so far and, and what we've accomplished and how much further we need to go before we can open up to the next phase. So there's no set timeline on that, but I can say that we have moved quicker through the phases so far than was anticipated in the planning. So we're real proud of that.
1: If someone is looking for more information um, about the vaccine, where to go to get the vaccine, uh, what the state's talking about, what you guys are talking about, where where do I go? Where does my neighbor go to get more information if they're curious as far as, Uh, the rollout and all that stuff?
2: So the very best place to start would be with your County Health Department Facebook page and social media pages. If you don't find the information you're looking for there, then you can check on the State Department of Health's um, social media pages, or you can go to the State Department of Health's website at health.ok.gov, and you can find just about anything and everything you would want to know there.
0: Yeah, we, we might add there that uh, we've been getting a lot of phone calls here and yep. at the local health department. And, and I know that people are a little frustrated with the process and, and understandably so. But in calling uh, the Emergency Operations Center or even the local health department is not really going to do them any good. Right? Uh, they're, they're, the health department, for instance, and, and Emily can touch on this, they're out trying to administer these vaccines, uh, do the testing for the COVID testing, uh, along with all their other duties that they do on a regular basis. And they just do not have the personnel or the infrastructure to support this massive load of phone calls coming in. And that's the reason that they've set up social media and web pages and and like 211 is a number that they can call to get information as well.
1: Now that's interesting. I didn't know about two one one. what what is that?
2: So two one one is a central phone location um, all throughout the state, um, and we've been very quickly trying to beef it up to handle the call volume. Um, but that is where people without internet, um, people who um, don't feel comfortable using technology, um, oh, okay. they can call two one one. It's just like calling nine one one but two one one and they can get the assistance they need there. The State Department of Health has also put some partnerships in place um, for our aging population to assist them with the online navigation of the um, registration portal and scheduling portal. So those services are available there. Those are not things that um, the local health department can help you with, but we've made uh, we've we've asked that two one one be able to reach out and help in that way, and they're answering that call for us.
1: So if someone was interested in following on social media, where might they go?
2: Uh, For Bartlesville residents, the Washington County Health Department page is gonna be your best bet to follow. On Facebook? Yes, Mm -hmm. on Facebook primarily. You can also change your settings in Facebook for it to notify you every time a new post is made um, on that page. And I would encourage people who are trying to find uh, out that information to, to do that.
1: Is there such a thing as being able to sign up for a vaccine, make an appointment or?
2: Yes. Um, The vaccinate.oklahoma.gov website is the registration portal. Um, That is where everyone who needs a shot can register. And you can register now even if you're not in the phase that's receiving vaccine right now.
1: That's good to know.
2: So it's it's important um, to be very careful when you're going through the questionnaire uh, because there's not a way to edit your answers after you submit it and i think that's an important point that people should know be very careful check every single question before you click submit Um, and then you will get a confirmation email that you have registered and once and it will let you know um, what phase you are in based upon how you answered those questions and once you become eligible to schedule you'll get another email with a link to the scheduler where you can set your search radius as far as you're willing to go to find a shot and you can schedule through the portal that way. Um, Schedules are loaded sometimes daily, but usually every Thursday morning, new schedules for the upcoming week are released. Um, I encourage everyone to check the link daily um, just to see. Um, Many times you're gonna find that the appointments are already full and we understand that, but we're going as fast as we can with the limited supply that we have and um you just have to be diligent
0: and emily i think that's a really good point because, you know some of the questions that we've fielded here with the phone calls people are wanting to know how will they get notified so knowing that thursday is kind of the schedule for those to be uploaded yeah. and and also uh, another question that we get a lot on the phone calls here are when people register on that portal they wind up calling here because they want to know how they're going to get notified and when they're going to get notified how quickly does that email come in does it come out right after they register
2: it it hasn't been coming out right after you register it's been taking up to 48 hours just because the system is so overloaded and what the system is doing is it's getting so many registrations at one time as it bundles those confirmation emails into one group and sends them out every hour So as you can imagine, we've got close to half a million people registered in the system, that's half a million emails that need to go out. Plus when scheduling availability um, is confirmed, that's another set of emails. So the system's working just as hard as we are to get the information out to where it needs to go. Um, I think it's also important to talk about the cadence of how the scheduling system works. Um, We at the local health departments, are notified, usually late Tuesday afternoon, sometimes Wednesday morning, of what our vaccine allotment will be for the next week. And at that point, we set our schedules, build them out in the system, and they're usually released by Thursday morning for the upcoming week. We know that this has been a point of frustration for people because they want to be able to see three weeks out and know what appointments are available. But that's just not a possibility for us right now because vaccine supply is so limited um, and that's just kind of the timeline we're having to work in. So if you think about it, we're, we know by Wednesday uh, what our vaccine supply is going to be. Um, and that leaves us really two to three business days to put our plan together for the next week, build the schedules, get them set, get our staffing available to get out in, into the counties the next week to make those shots available. So it's really a pretty remarkable turnaround time for the tasks that we're trying to do.
1: see if i have this right <clears throat> i go online and i uh, answer the questions i go to vaccinate whatever you said there earlier right. i sign up i'm, I'm going to get an email uh you know a couple of days is that right mm-hmm. a, a if, confirmation
2: sometimes it's faster but i would give it up to 48 hours
1: okay and then that doesn't tell me when i'm going to get the shot it just tells me that i'm
2: in the system tells you that you've successfully registered and it should also tell you if you are eligible to schedule now or if you're going to be put into a later phase, it will tell you that as well.
1: So if I'm in the later phase, uh, which I'm sure that I am, uh, then it's, it's, I need to wait until I'm notified. Uh, It will, I get a notification that, Hey, you're, you're coming up next week.
2: Once you are eligible to schedule, you'll receive another email and that email comes every two or three days. They send it repeatedly with the link to the scheduler in it. Um, and once you're eligible to schedule, then it's on basically on you to uh, be diligent and go find um, the appointment that works best for you based on and, availability.
1: Okay. So then you, then you'll sign up based on what, what dates and times are open. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay, and so <clears throat> easy enough
2: it's a, it's a two part process. You have to register and kind of get put into the bucket of everybody wanting a vaccine okay, and that tells you where you fit in line basically um but it doesn't guarantee you a scheduled spot you that be that's still your responsibility once you're eligible to schedule
1: Good point, okay, great uh, yeah, so uh, that's i mean the task is uh herculean. Uh, it's just huge. And I, you know, it sounds like it's for what you've got, the system that you have, it sounds like it should be working pretty good. I mean, when you're trying to roll that many people through, that's, uh, man, can't even imagine.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scott, and I might add too that they, I, I think in Oklahoma, they've done a really good job. We've done a really good job in getting that vaccine out to the people. And, and again, I know there's been a lot of frustration of people wanting to get the vaccine and and that vaccine not being available. Uh, But I can tell you that unlike some, what's been rumored in some other states, uh, when Oklahoma receives vaccine from the CDC, that vaccine is going directly out to the people as quickly as it possibly can. They're not holding vaccine back. It's not, uh, they're not waiting to give those shots. Those shots are scheduled and and people are filling those, those appointments. And the shots are going out there to the people as quickly as they can get them processed.
2: I think another important point to to make here is that, you know, if you would like to get involved in this vaccination effort, um, we need as many volunteers as we can get, especially if you have uh, a medical background or Mm -hmm. any type of licensure that you still maintain or that you can maybe get reinstated. Um, And the very best place to do that is through the Medical Reserve Corps, or we refer to it as OKMRC. So everyone can go to OKMRC.org and sign up to volunteer, even if you can just hold a clipboard and, you know, write things down. We need every type of role available. If you have medical training um, or medical licensure, even better. So now is the time to sign up um, you have to do a a basic online orientation and you have to submit to a background check. Uh, But what this does once you're fully credentialed through OKMRC is that you will be given opportunities to volunteer. You can always say no. That's the beautiful part about volunteering. But if you choose to say yes, you're covered under the liability clauses of of the OKMRC. So you're protected within your service to the state which is helpful. And it also provides credentials that you'll need to be able to access these sites. So if you have the time and the availability and the heart for volunteering, please sign up. We need you.
1: I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I I didn't know that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that uh, uh, I'm going to bet are going to want to take you up on that. I hope so. The the last question that I have here is, uh, and I don't know if you can can we talk about where to go to get vaccines here in Washington County once I have an appointment?
2: Right now, the appointments for Washington County are being uh, run out of the Washington Park Mall. We have space reserved there. Um, we're doing a POD there today. POD stands for point of dispensing in our public health speak. So right. I feel like I point that out. <laughs> Um, but as a reminder, you can't just show up there without an appointment. Um, you will be turned away. We're, we're sorry that that's how it is, but that's just how it is right and So
1: don't go to Washington Park Mall looking for information. You're just yeah. going to clog up the system. You're going to slow things down. Don't go there. Yes. Just go okay. online to the links that you mentioned earlier. Or and call if you,
2: 211.
1: Or call 211. Like I said, the links will be in the show notes below. Or if you need to listen to this podcast again, you know, over and over and share this with other people too. And I know uh, the city will be uh, posting a link to this interview in their city beats so that uh, people can get the vaccine information. Well, you guys are doing a great job and I know it's a huge effort. Keep up the good work and let's kick this COVID thing to the curb.
2: Thank you for that. Um, I would just like to make an appeal to everybody um, in Washington County to just let them know that we're doing everything that we can. Um, we're maxed out on what we can offer right now. And we all take this very, very seriously. Your health and your life is important to all of us. And, um, we're doing everything we can to get you a vaccine.
1: That's great. Yeah. And I know that the city is very interested in this, uh, you know, in conjunction with what you're doing in the city with their, uh, information campaign, uh, public awareness on COVID and, uh backing up the, trying to help back up the uh, watch your distance, wear your mask, wash your hands. I'm sure that, uh, you know, we'll see the end of this here sooner than later, but it's, a, it's been a tough road to hoe. So appreciate you guys and all that you do. And uh, yeah, if you ha- want, need more information regarding anything that we said here in the interview today, like I said, check out the show notes for all the links that were mentioned today, Carrie, Emily, really appreciate your time. For Carrie and Emily, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for watching The Scott Townsend Show, and we'll talk to you later.
0: The Scott Townsend Show is a Deetso Man production. For more episodes, visit The Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Scott Townsend Show.